Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Without Bias here on SEN, brought to you by Apia, of course, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Damian Watson in the chair, filling in for Sam Hargraves this week. And I tell you what, we're getting closer and closer towards the Commonwealth Games. We've got the Bowls Premier League coming up as well. A lot of preview articles on the Bowls Australia website, which has been fantastic. And obviously, following on from that sensational event in Boaba back in February, there's a lot of anticipation before the Bowls Premier League, the 15th edition. Joining us on the line as our first guest for this edition of Without Bias is Karen Murphy, former Jackaroo and National Assistant Coach and City Lions Bowls Premier League representative. Thanks for joining us, Karen. Yeah, thanks, Simon. Thanks for having me. Uh, first thing first, welcome back to Australia. You've been on the road for a few weeks to Birmingham, effectively getting accustomed to the climate there. Not that there's much difference to the Australian winter in the uh, British summer, but obviously you're there as part of the Jackaroos trial for the Commonwealth Games selection. How did you find it and just the build-up as well? Is it building up over there in Birmingham? Yeah, it seems to be. It's, uh, we, we had a great trip with the players. It was a, the largest contingent of players that we'd actually taken overseas um, for a Bowls Australia team. So um, logistically, it was um, a lot of preparation went into it and um, it was a great success, uh, apart from the fact that our luggage didn't turn up for the first five or six days. Oh, no. But um, I, can, I can tell you that not one of the players uh, whinged or, or you know, um, minded too much. We just got on with the job and they were very resilient and uh, adaptable. So, um, yeah, off to a, r- a rough start, but, um, yeah, came home with flying colours. Oh, that's right. I suppose when you're focused on performance, luggage is the least of your worries. Unless it gets to probably beyond the week mark, then you start to get sick of it. You probably have to buy clothes on the ground. How much do the players actually relish being thrust into the conditions and the travel side of it as well? Particularly when you consider we've been grounded somewhat over the last couple of years, there's probably that extra element of enthusiasm regarding travel to a big event. Yeah, definitely. There, there was um, lots of excitement. Um, there was a, quite a few of the players that actually hadn't been uh, overseas and played uh, certainly on those greens before, or even some players that hadn't been overseas at all. So from uh, a preparation and logistics point of view, our HP t- uh, staff did a really good job of um, you know managing that COVID bubble. And um, we actually opted to take the direct flight from Darwin straight to Heathrow to to um, minimise the risk through through the Asian sort of transit and stopping in through Dubai. So we didn't do that. Flew 17 hours and, um, yeah, it went really well. It was actually a really good success. And we'd, we'd done some research in speaking to the Australian Diamonds netball team in uh, in when they went to England in January and just got some learnings off those guys. So, um, yeah, really, they were really excited to be there. Um, we had prepared a green up at Mount Tambourines um, for the Commonwealth Games for the Para and the and the Open Jackaroos guys and one of the one of the greens runs about nine seconds so anything quicker than that was going to be a, a bit of a delight I think for our players and um, I think you'll find that the Aussie players really quite liked the Leamington greens and some of the local countries um, not so much because it was so heavy uh, you know compared to what they're used to but anything better than what we played on was going to be a bonus. Well, those Royal Leamington greens are a lot slower than the Australian greens, so obviously there is that transition, as you mentioned. In terms of the trip itself, how much does an overseas trip galvanise a team, particularly heading into a big event? It's obviously something you've experienced over time. How much does the trip contribute to the bonding between the competitors? 
Oh, it's huge. You know, like some of, some of, the, of our para players didn't really know each other well at all. Um, uh, our open guys do, but, uh, but um, yeah, from a bonding point of view, it's it, you, you can't put a price on that sort of thing. It's, um, it's putting them in that environment, seeing how they thrive within that environment and with each other. Um, you know, it was a great learning experience from a from, a, from an off green point of view, from a culture point of view. Um, we did a lot of work on our Jackaroos 24-7 playbook with the players um, and and sort of um, had, I guess, identified what success looked like for us um, coming coming home after the trip. And, um, yeah, from a bonding point of view, it was wonderful. Um, and, uh, you know, we can't, you, you can't expect to perform well on those types of greens, Damien, um, if you don't go over there and... and prepare on those greens prior to the event. Now, we we're really lucky in 2018 and 19, straight after the, uh, the Gold Coast Commonwealth Games, mm. that we took two two um, two squads over there in both 18 and 19. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, even though it was very early early doors, I, I guess, to, to start preparing for the Commonwealth Games, um, we're so thankful as a, as a squad that we did because COVID hit. And, um, you know, not a lot of countries have that opportunity to get to Leamington. Um, and we had both those opportunities and then the, the tour that we've just come, come off the back off. Um, so our preparation's probably been the best preparation that we've had heading into a Northern Hemisphere um, benchmark event. Fantastic. We're speaking with Karen Murphy with thanks to Right at Home, of course, uh, the official naming rights partner of the Australian Jackaroos. Uh, you've had experience as a player heading into a Commonwealth Games. Is there much of a difference in the role of an assistant coach in terms of the build-up? Uh, yeah, definitely. It's um, yeah, gone to the dark side, as Gaz says. Uh, <laughs> coach Gary. But, People um, management. That'll okay. be interesting. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I get it. It really, um, for me, was a, an eye-opener of um, what goes into the preparation from a staff point of view um, and logistics point of view for the players that they just don't see when you're a player. Um, you know, you, you, you're working different hours as a staff member, getting player performance reviews back to the players of a night time so they've got that feedback and that that information that they can use into the next day where, where um, you know, selecting teams the night before, you know, sort of up till sort of 10, 30, 11 o'clock working and then straight back into it the next day and their long days, early mornings. But, yeah, loved it. You know, it was really, really great to, to be involved still with the Jackaroos, having been a player myself and, and now get to, to give back and, and I get to sort of um, share my knowledge that I know of those Leamington Greens having played on them many, many years, uh, for many, many years. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it's really, I feel quite privileged in the role that I'm in. Oh, and rightly so, I suppose, in the sense that you represent not only your country, but also you get to represent the Lions back in Australia now with all the attention turning to the Bowls Premier League next week. You excited? Yeah, uh, always say it's the best week of the year. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're really excited to to win it uh, in February uh, down at Moama. So it's um, it, it's really it's the best event for for mine that that sells the sport anywhere in the world. It's um it's exciting for the for the non converted player. I guess you know that it's um a great spectacle and easy to watch. Some fantastic players. To, to watch and um, yeah I can't wait to, to get up there on Sunday and start practicing and um, ripping on Monday. The fact that it's up in a warmer climate as well compared to the southern part of Australia that must be enticing for locals as well because we're heading in towards the Australian winter and hopefully for the spectators too. Yeah yeah it's um, it's certainly warm in the days although I was only thinking this, this morning that uh, you know I would definitely take on my jacket because the, the uh, warm Changes. weather drops off pretty quickly around four o'clock and um 
you know, but, and that sort of changes also the uh, the characteristics of the green as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the quality of the field is just wonderful and, yeah, still still uh, playing a fair bit myself. Um, you know, it's one of, as I say, it's my, my favourite event for the year, so I can't wait for next week. Now, you guys are the defending champions going in. How much will you look back on February's event in terms of team tactics and also realising that you're probably the hunted now? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, you know, our tactics that we were intending on going in with in February went straight out the window because um, I guess when, when Aaron Wilson came into into the team, we probably expected that, that Aaron would skip um, for, for most of the event. And as it turned out, he was quite happy to... Um, Try and nail the jack, uh, and 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 have Ben Ben Twist, who was played phenomenally well um, uh, in Moama as as back back end skip. So yeah, Disco and I just trying to get them close and roundabout and try and try and nail that jack if possible, and um, let Benny work his magic. So I guess our tactic is just to run with that because it worked. <laughs> Karen Murphy, of course, joining us for Right at Home, the Right Care Right at Home, and just lastly before I let you go, Karen, you're the most successful player I think equal most successful player at the tournament overall with four titles what do you love so much about the event you said it's your favorite week of the year is it the thrill of competition is it just the sense that you do have a good record and that probably carries an extra element of sentimentality I think from an enjoyment point of view Daniel it's it's a really good week you know like they're really really hard fought games and it's a long week but it's also a good um, socializing week with the other players you know when you play internationals um, against other players, you don't really get a chance to off green, just have a bit of a chat and, and um, mingle socially. So from that aspect, it's great. Um, we want to kill each other on the green, yeah. but because uh, <laughs> we're all very competitive. But um, I just think it's that enjoyment factor, and I also, as as mentioned, just love the fact that that event um, is such a great marketing event um, for for bowls um, right around the world. You know, pe- people in England, you know, we, we're asking us about it. When we're at Leamington, um, you know they watch it on Facebook and and things like that. So you know, there is no better um, promotion of our sport um, than BPL. So bring it on next week. Yeah, and the coverage is absolutely fantastic as well. And the fact that it is so accessible around the world now, it wasn't the case 20 to 30 years ago where it was just probably broadcast locally an hour a week. So the fact that we have these streaming platforms, it does ex- expand that reach around the world. And Law Bowls is a celebrated game right throughout the world in, in many respects, as we know. So the fact that you are able to market the events globally is a fantastic asset. Karen, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us. And best of luck as part of the Bowls Premier League competition yeah thanks Simon. thanks for having me and um yeah look forward to, to next week see you later brilliant stuff karen murphy joining us on the line all thanks to apia the go-to insurance for retirees call 135050 get set and go we'll take a break back with more on the other side including rebecca van ash uh, jackaroo of course so we look forward to chatting with her particularly ahead of the commonwealth games you're listening to without bias Welcome back. You're listening to Without Bias on SEN. Damian Watson in the chair filling in for Sam Hargraves this week. All thanks to Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia, and it is the go-to insurance for retirees. Call 135050, get set and go. Well, it was great to chat with Karen Murphy, who's just come back from Birmingham, a former Jackaroo. Another Jackaroo is on the line. Rebecca Van Ash, of course, who's also been up in Birmingham for the Commonwealth Games trials. Rebecca, thanks very much for joining us. No, no problem. Thanks for having me on. How was it up there for the Com Games trials and how did you find the camp and also the green conditions and how does it differentiate between there and Australia? 
Look, it was fantastic to be back in uh, international competition. It's been a couple of years since we've had the opportunity to, to actually play some official games. So uh, that in itself was really exciting. And uh, to be actually up in, in Birmingham and playing on the greens uh, that the Commonwealth Games will be held uh, was really exciting and, and a great opportunity for the whole squad, whole squad to actually learn the conditions, uh, learn the the style of play that the locals play in Birmingham. And, uh, you know, there was certainly a, a lot for us to learn because the conditions are completely different uh, to what we face here in Australia. They're um, a lot, lot slower, a lot furrier and, and thicker, the greens. So, uh, yeah, it was very different to what we used to. And just in regards to the fact that it has been a long time between drinks in a sense that the last couple of years have been interrupted due to COVID and the restrictions on travel and everything else, is it probably that extra element of enthusiasm going over to a big world event because you haven't had much opportunity over the last couple of years? Yeah, exactly. There was a huge amount of excitement amongst the playing group and and I think everyone was really pumped to be back out on the green, uh, back out there in the green and gold and and actually playing internationally. we were fortunate that we, we celebrated um, a lot of first caps with a lot of debutants on tour in, in both our Open and our Paris squads. Uh, and we also celebrated a lot of milestones with, with players reaching uh, you know, things like 100 games, 200 games. Lindsay Clark celebrated 400 games uh, internationally. So, yeah, there was, there was a lot of excitement amongst the group and, and I guess that also nervousness for the fact that we were all out there vying for a, a spot in the Commonwealth Games team. Now, some people out there probably make an argument that the Commonwealth Games is losing relevance or it's not as hot as the Olympics and and all those sorts of arguments we've heard over the last few years. But it must mean a lot to you because you've won gold in triples and fours in 2018 on home soil on the Gold Coast. What would another Commonwealth Games selection mean to you in 2022? Just to, I guess, silence the doubters about the event itself. I've heard a lot of those comments, um, you know, over the last 12 months or so, but I think that probably the difference is you'll, you'll probably never hear a, a bowler um, speak like that because, uh, you know, for us, it, it's one of the pinnacles of our event. Uh, we're not an Olympic sport, so it's a huge opportunity for us to get to enjoy uh, competing uh, in, in such a world-class event uh, alongside so many other sports and, and so many mainstream event uh, sports and get to be seen on, on television a bit more and all of that sort of thing. So there's a lot more excitement um, probably for us bowlers, because we don't get to experience an Olympics. Uh, you know, and having uh, had the opportunity to, to compete on the Gold Coast in 2018 was, um, you know, certainly probably the, the most memorable moment of my uh, uh, career and, and something that I, I certainly really enjoyed. And, and we were blessed and fortunate to, to come away with two gold medals um, with some great teammates. So we've made memories uh, for a lifetime that, that will always stick with us. It's been a busy month for you, actually, Rebecca. You've, before the trial, spent time at Broadbeach for the 2021 Australian Champion of Champions and, of course, the Aussie Championships as well, bringing home a gold and two silvers. How did you find the week up north? Yeah, there was a lot happening, <laughs> that's for sure. And, um, you know, I've got to admit that I probably wasn't the most prepared going into mm. um, the Gold Coast conditions because I had been uh, practising as much as I could on the slow conditions ready for um, the UK. So... Uh, you know, I was really conscious of, of giving the Com Games selection my all, so uh, I probably didn't put as much focus on it as I would have in previous times. But having said that, <laughs> we had a bit of rain on the Gold Coast, which uh, probably helped slow the greens down a little bit, uh, and and I really did enjoy it. I just enjoyed being able to play um, such a high level of competition again. Uh, you know, it was the 2021 Nationals that was held over, so uh, you know, I'd won 
um, my state titles with, with some wonderful friends and teammates here in Tassie. Uh, so I was really excited to get to play alongside them. Uh, yeah, it was just a great environment up there. And, and again, there was a huge buzz and excitement amongst all the players just to be back playing um, in the Nationals mm. again. And rightly so. Rebecca Van Ash joining us for Right at Home, the right care right at home. Now, you mentioned Tasmania. You're going to be playing for the Tassie Tridents again in the Bowls Premier League. How did you enjoy the franchise's inaugural event in Moabba a few months back? And is that extra element of state representation and, I guess, patriotism in a way heightened after what happened with the Jack Jumpers? All of a sudden, Tassie in the spotlight and you can represent them on the Bowls stage. Yeah, how good did the, the Jack Jumpers go in their inaugural season? Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we had that uh, that first one uh, when we were at Moama, and, and that was a huge excitement. Um, you know, I'm, I'm certainly very I'm very passionate about all Tassie Bowls, but uh, the, the Tassie Tridents in particular was um, a bit of a baby of mine. It, it was uh, a job that um, I worked really hard to, to get the franchise for uh, in my role as CEO of Bowls Tasmania before I finished up. So I've got a lot of excitement in, in just the fact that we have that franchise now and to be able to play uh, in the team is an extra little special element for me and um, I'm really excited to be hitting the green with the boys again. Uh, you know, we we learnt a lot from our, our first opportunity. Uh, we certainly wasn't disgraced. Uh, the results probably didn't quite fall the way we would have liked but we've taken a lot of learnings out of that and uh, yeah, really pleased that we've actually got this one so close to uh, the February one. Normally we wouldn't hit the greens for BPL until November so Really excited that we get the opportunity to, to get on the greens again in May. No doubt about that. And you mentioned before the events in February, and it did involve a few tough losses in tie breaks. But on the flip side, those losses must give you confidence so you can flip those around and push for finals and maybe learn from or atone from mistakes uh, maybe that were made under pressure. Yeah, certainly wasn't loving tie breaks um, after <laughs> that first, uh, first BPL experience. Uh, we can say that, but... Look, it is cutthroat. It's, you know, it's a one-end hit out. Uh, and quite often, I think the the winner of the toss uh, dictates a little bit there because you, you want to have last bowl when you go into that. So uh, hopefully our coach, Mark Shroshnett, is on the ball when it comes to tossing if we do get to, to any tie breaks this time. But look, we, we have definitely learnt a lot from the experience. Um, we're, we're probably going to take in a few different tactics um, to this BPL uh, from what we've learned. So, and I, and I think you're right, there was probably uh, a few nerves there in the first one so um, you know I think we'll be a bit more settled and, and ready to really take it to them. How much does it help Rebecca that you've had a tournament to work out the dynamic with your teammates as well in Taylor Mail and Mark Knights and I think that's the thing once you get through one tournament you progressively improve in the dynamic as time goes on. Yeah I'm really excited that we've actually kept the, the same lineup uh, for this BPL as well because uh, you know as a team uh, we did learn a lot. The, the boys had never experienced a BPL before, including our coach. So, uh, you know, for the fact that they've now seen it in action, and, and, and it is very different playing that format than watching it on TV. Um, you know, it's, it's very different when you're in the heat of the moment and experiencing it. So, you know, I think now we're, we'll be a lot more experienced team going into this instalment. Uh, yeah, and, and we'll, we'll be able to hopefully step it up a little bit. How much does the expansion in coverage and streaming, etc., and I spoke about this a little bit earlier on in the program, obviously, with Karen, the expansion in coverage and the fact that it is accessible around the world, how much of a contributor has that been to the growth of the sport, not only here, but also around the world, and the fact that, you know, the, I guess, the attraction of playing in the northern part of Australia during the Aussie winter as well, that must bear fruit in terms of attracting interest. 
Absolutely, and I think Bowls Australia are really leading the way um, as far as broadcast goes for and the showcasing of our sport goes. You know, our live streaming uh, is second to none and we've got so much footage available for everyone around the world to be able to access um, the, the work that we've, we've got available through um, BPLs and Australian Opens and, and all of those sort of events is really exciting. It keeps everyone engaged. Uh, you know, I, I hear a lot of non-bowlers talking about the fact that they've watched our sport through the live streaming and on Fox Sports and, and mm. things like that. And, uh, you know, I think the fact that we're engaging non-bowlers and they're taking an interest in our sport uh, is a real testament to, to how well we're doing in, in showcasing um, what a wonderful event that we actually do have. Well, Rebecca, really appreciate your time. Best of luck at the Bowls Premier League and all the best for the Tassie Tridents. Thanks very much. Great to chat to you today. Good on you, Rebecca. Rebecca Van Ash at Jackaroo joining us on the line ahead of the Bowls Premier League. That wraps us up for another edition of Without Bias. All thanks to Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. We'll catch you again next week. And obviously, we hope to showcase more Bowls action and some of the great characters of the sport around. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. And the country. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191.